They don't tell you black lives don't matter. That's not what they say. That's not the argument. They hit you with that slick shit. Like, well, all lives matter. Really? Semantics? <laughs> that would be like if your wife came up to you and was like, do you love me? And you were like, baby, I love everybody. What are you talking about? <laughs> God's creatures, what are you saying? You're no different. Why do black people always have to get over shit so quickly? Thanks, black lady. <laughs> right, why, why, do we, why do we always gotta get over shit? Every time we bring some shit up. Slavery, oh, that was 400 years ago. Segregation, oh, you, you guys got Black History Month out of it, come on. We, we gave you February. <laughs> Police shooting, that, that was two weeks. Come on, you still, still? 9-11, <laughs> oh, never forget. Two G's in a pod. pod. The culture of it, we're bringing them the culture of it. I feel it's our time. Two G's in a pod. pod. There's nothing we can't talk about. We can cover anything. We're well versed. That's real. Two G's in a pod. The Ooh. thing about me and you is, it's a respect thing. Goldfinger, my man G. What up, G? They not have to. Two G's in a pod. Anything you say once, you best be able to say it twice or don't say it. I believe that. Two G's in a pod. Good people, good people, good people, our good people. Once again, it's the infamous Iron Glenn, and to my left sits who? Goldfinger, what up, G? What's going on? My main... I'm a man. Man. what it do? Episode 40 Deuce. Jackie Rob. The Jackie Rob episode. Well, it's not going to be the Jackie Rob episode, but it's the number 42. Yeah, Brooklyn Dodgers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How do you feel about it? How do you uh, feel about 42 episodes... Yo, about we, to be under our belts. We, we, we getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not the, we're not the same spry young cats we were. When, um, when well, we told people about the cookout. <laughs> well, true indeed. Uh, Mom's anonymous always says, you know, my mom has pretty much a quote for everything. She's like, you're not getting old. Y'all just got a higher number. <laughs> That's about do. Yeah, That's it's about, about right, right? It's about right. It's about right. So uh, what's on your mind? What's going on? Besides the fact you just informed me that the gold one is not retiring and returning to do what he does best, ah, which I already knew he wasn't going to retire, but I wasn't retiring. I just was tired. <laughs> Listen, call it what you want. You're going to be back in the booth, back in the booth, you know, as these, uh, Restrictions are lifted off of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. People can start to find a little bit of normalcy, and everybody's, um, you know, the weather's breaking. Sun is, you know, uh, what do you say? March, spring forward, spring forward, spring forward. So we, so got, so we got our little, um, you know, daylight savings change and just getting a little bit more sun. They need to leave it like this and just let it be. They really they should. don't need to switch it back and forth. I'm digging. The best part about summertime, like I'm not a fan of the heat. 
It's the long days of daylight. That's what I like the most. I didn't realize how um, you it can affect you psychologically. It can, uh, even physically. Um, you know, the verse, the reverse. When you lose the hour, dusk comes sooner, so you can't really see because the street lights aren't really on. Like, but we can't see to. anyway. Oh, well, first of all, that is correct. We are um, uh, two blind mice, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But physically, it can affect you because your vision is kind of impaired because of dusk. Right. So dusk has that weird hue to the sky. Right. And you can't really, really navigate the streets like you want to. Right. Without being extra cautious. Right. But then another thing, too, is like we're not having the sun there. It's like a, the sun is an extra boost of energy. It is. It so is. having uh, that uh, uh, extra, vitamin D, extra extra hour of daylight, definitely does something for your psyche to keep going. And you know what I mean? It's like one of those type of things. Well, we're motivated regardless, but just having that extra time to bask in the sun and rub it in your face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Uh, it just feels good to be out. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's still late. You get to like six thirty, seven o'clock, and the sun's still popping. So. You know, it, it feels good. But you, back in the booth, how do you feel about it? I feel... Um, Are you excited? Are you... you know, I you know you're going to say nervous because you. I don't think... Nah. Do you get nervous? I, I do get nervous. I do get nervous. Right. I ain't going to say... Get, I get, get nervous, but it's not a nervous from anybody or doing anything. It's just a, me as a nervous energy. If, if I don't feel like that buzz going on inside me, it feels like I'm not giving it my all. Or it okay. feels like, you know, the way I approach it is that I got to feel something. And if I don't feel nothing, I don't think I should be there. So I always do. I could, well, you know, first of all, you're a saggy, so we, we, we're not going to go out there and, and, and half-ass anything. Nah, that's no not way. That's not, no how, that's not we're how we're wired. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to you getting back. I actually went to my first... New York City event. Like, I hung out with our boy Los. Right. He has uh, every Tuesday nights. If you're on the west side, go and check my man Los out at Vibe and Dine. It's 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 for grown, mature folk. At the Mykonos. Mykonos. Yes. Blue. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's for uh, us, us us grown folk. Uh-huh. You know, and it was a good vibe. And the food was uh, amazing. I'm going I'm to try to tap in there tomorrow. Literally, it felt good to be out. Yeah. And you can tell by the even the crowd that was there, everybody was just happy to be out. Now, see, the thing is, the difference between, because, you know, we have um, our stories of people a little too happy to be out, like in Miami. So the thing is, the difference is going to be this, is that this crowd is a little vetted. So it's a little different to when I'm playing. The playing, me playing is going to be, the crowd is, is, is procured a little differently. It's mm-hmm. curated. Right. So I don't have to worry about the type of ignorant shit that, you know, thrust back in after being away for so long. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> Miami does what Miami does because it is part of Florida and Floridians do what Floridians, Floridians do. And they do it very well, well. No one does it better than Floridians. But yeah. just seeing the, the shenanigans that was going on down in Miami, it, it's just a cultivation of people were just happy to be out. Yeah. And then you could go to a state where everybody's out. Everyone's out and mask. Out. Like when I'm down in Florida, it just feels good to raw dog air. Yo, you know what I'm saying? They, they, 
Somebody need to get STD checked after that raw dog, because <laughs> they were out there wild. Hey, listen, the fuck. I out. I Juvenasi, I don't blame them. Nah, it, I, it, I blame them. What do you blame them? It for? was it was a lot, whole lot of uh, whole lot of nigga shit. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The ignorance was definitely in full full fucking abundance. Abundance. The ignorance was there. But, you know, that's what you're going to get when people are just happy to be out, man. I think that it's going to be the type of overstated exuberance going out to the club when it first... But at some point, we're going to have to almost psychologically wire ourselves to be like, we're supposed to be out, and this is normal again. I think that because we've been in a situation where we kind of had to chill, right. that going back out, yeah, you're going to get some type of, oh, I'm just so glad to be out. I get the party. I'm going to go hard and this, that, and the third. But we have to approach it like we've been here before at some point. I mean, I'm going to allow everybody one. Everybody can get one. When you go out for the first time, like go out, out, and it's like, you know, you get to dress up and, and, and you can cut loose. Everybody gets one. You can go out, act as foolish as you want, just don't go Florida, stupid. I don't know. And you can get that one. I, you got a lot of transplants. Motherfuckers coming from well, everywhere. Well, for, Florida was like from everywhere. But once you're in Florida, mi casa, su casa. So yeah. you do as Floridians do. Yeah. So as we're all getting out and trying to um, um, reminisce on what it's like to do normal shit, which is hanging out, drinking, and doing normal shit, everybody gets one. I'm going to give everybody one while out. Be like, you know what? I don't blame you. Okay. I'm gonna give it up. Everybody can get one where you can just go out there and do as much fuckery as you wanna do that you can live with the consequences if it gets posted. Just how about that? If you can, just send me a text and let me know that you're gonna be doing that. <laughs> so I know to make my choice whether I wanna indulge in that type of shenanigan. Because you know, like I plan on going out just to kind of like to keep myself I guess to break the barrier of me not being out in the mix as much mm -hmm. and to kind of like, you know, dip, dip the toe in. So I just want to go in and kind of ease myself into it. So I'm going I'm to I'm step by the party tomorrow. I'm going to check that out because it sounds chill. Like I said, it was chill. It was a good, like they picked the perfect name, the vibe and dine. Right. It was just good. And like I said, it was, it was us just grown folk. All right, so I'm, you know I'm, I'm going to start off with that. Nice and diverse crowd. Nice. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm used to. So, yeah. so that, that'll that be good. That'll be a good precursor to all my little, you know, things going on within the next month or so. Mm -hmm. And um, I think after that, you know, I should be pretty much ready. Last week, we tried to figure out what fucking wave are we in? Remember the first wave. Remember that. Because the first yeah. wave is basically what... Uh, put us in, the, you know, that first, it's only going to be 15 days. That shit turned into basically a year. Months. Yeah. So what wave are we in? Well, they claimed that the second wave was when we went into winter. Right. So and that was supposed to be... obviously, wasn't that bad? Well, there's relative speaking. There's a lot of people died. Allegedly. Um, I was watching a report with, uh, what's the guy's name? Dianetics guy. The big jaw, big jaw guy. Robbins? Tony yeah, Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony he was, Robbins? Yeah. Same word. Yeah, I was watching, a, 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 he has a podcast, right? And on his podcast, he was talking about the death and 
uh, the death rate and the death numbers and things like that. So between last year and the year before that and the year before that, the number of people that died was about 2.4, 2.5 million, right? Mm-hmm. It's been on average that same number every single year. Mm. Last year was the same thing as prior years to before within the, with within range of about 10,000. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the only difference is the cause of death. Well, what was the cause of death that was different? The COVID death basically catapulted up the ladder and took the place of flu deaths. Um, it knocked some of the cancer death numbers down. It knocked some of the heart rate numbers down. But the COVID rate number death, number of deaths was up. But the only difference is literally the cause of death. All right, so maybe because of the flu, it was all packaged together because mm-hmm. of... Well, according to, according to what I've been reading and seeing, flu has pretty much been non-existent this year. Right. Along with the common cold. Right. Now, with this heart thing, your heart will stop if you fucked up, especially if you're not getting air. So heart stuff can be kind of packaged into COVID deaths too. Definitely. Which they basically packaged a lot of things into those COVID death numbers. But what he, he was saying, or his point was trying to make was, the, the, the amount of people that died was no different than the prior four or five years before mm. that. So we shut down the world just to get the same amount of numbers of people dying as the year before. Correct. That's was his base, you know, he, he, the gist of his, his, his message that he was delivering. We basically wow. shut the world down to get basically the same amount of, of deaths that we would normally get. Now, I know we've been... COVID scared and stuff of that nature and for good reason, you know, because it's the unknown and, you know, but when you start to peel the layers back and really just think about it, a lot of people died or at least you highlighted a lot of people died through violence through this time. And you would think that, Hey, if you were supposed to be home, how the fuck you dying? Through violence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How is that? I look at it like this, right? We got a year under our belt now. And what I want, what I want our people out there to do now is to logically think, not emotionally think. I need you to logically think about everything that went down, everything that went on, everybody that got sick, everybody that got died, that, that died, got died, that got died, right? <laughs> everybody that died, everybody uh-huh. that got COVID, people that survived COVID. Think about it unemotionally the reason why i say unemotionally if you have someone that passed from it you're going to be a little bit more emotional than someone that didn't have somebody pass from and at this point everybody's known somebody somebody that died from it or that had it right recovered and things was like affected that, by it that was affected by it do you now still feel the lockdown was necessary with all the information that y'all have with uh, the numbers and the, the the one number that never changed through the whole pandemic was the mortality rate, which is one percent. I think that people were playing it safe, but 
to tell you the truth, even if people wanted to be a little dangerous with it, you had no choice because everything was was pretty much locked down. I, I look at it like this, right? I don't think people are going to go and trade in their business just to be kind of cautious. If you're going to think unemotionally, I think a majority of people will ch- have chosen not to lock down because you look at all the businesses we lost, um, the monies we lost, how things shut down and how it basically, and I'm only speaking from a New York point, point of view where it ruined our city. I think if people had to do it all over again, they would choose not to lock down. Yes. Um, and just the way that it was rolled out to where it was like, yeah, you can go out for a little bit in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, summer you can go out, but you've already put in that skepticism in everybody's life. And you've already put it to where it's like, nigga, I haven't been out for three months and I don't have a job now. Yeah. So now you're telling me to run out here and run free in the summer when it's hot. But and I you're not expecting me to. I ain't got no money because I ain't got no job. And then you're not really expecting me to wear a mask in the summer, are you? Like I said. I've seen the mask, single mask. I've seen a lot of the double mask, and I'm like, holy shit, we are as dumb as they think we are. But at the same time, how many people out there can say you are 100% perfect, secure all the fucking time? Yeah. I know there's no one out there that can say that. They were 100% secure every time they went out of the house, every time they went inside of a place, 100% of the time. The thing is this, it's like there is no, um, there's no beep that goes off, like you're in danger, no hot zone that you can actually just call up by just doing what you normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's part of the power of the lockdown, that they created this invisible bully to keep us all like home. Like the gooch. <laughs> keep us all home. Yeah. And I literally barbecued all summer. Sometimes people came, sometimes people didn't. I let them know, listen, this is what works for me. Right. I think that fear that they tried to install in us lasted with me probably a month. I think it was more so, uh, let's wait and see. Yeah. I didn't believe that the powers that be would shut down even their businesses. It was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of establishment shit that felt the brunt of all the stuff. So I was, I was kind of trying to figure out, well, it's going to hurt everybody. It's not just going to hurt, you know, minorities. It's just not going to hurt these people that live in these states. This is worldwide shit that's happening. Like, y'all really are putting the Cobra Clutch on everybody. Basically, they try to put the Cobra Clutch on the planet. Yeah. But I don't think it's working. I think to a certain extent, because we're only privy to, they they have so much control over the information now. And I think I said this a couple of pods ago, Wes, we're not getting the information from outside of the U.S. like we used to. Yeah. It's true. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if y'all been paying attention. The information that we're getting from outside of the U.S., from other countries, because there's protests going on, there's anti-lockdown protests going on all throughout the planet, but we're not getting that information. Yeah, I think that with the way it was supposed to play out, or at least to me, the way it was supposed to play out, you can't force a person to do it and that be enough. It has to be 
a willingness from the side of the people. Right. I think even biblically, that that is the play. Right. Like we have to give up our they, rights. Well, they have to tell us what they're doing, and we have to freely give freely, up our rights. Willingly do give it. Up our you, rights. Know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like this, like we're kind of teetering that. We're, we're, we're definitely teetering on that 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 willingly giving it up, but I think as more people are becoming conscious to what's going on and understand that what we were told weren't exactly what it was, and what they were telling us was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it just ain't add up right. It didn't curl yeah. right. It didn't. Like it didn't that, go, that Luther curl. Nah. That Jerry curl. Yeah, didn't just, go right. Yeah, didn't, didn't curl right. Didn't curl right. So I just want to thank all the listeners for. Um, Hitting us up, liking, commenting, sharing, and all the other good stuff. And yeah, I got a lot of well wishes because I was um, a little angry last week. And a lot of people checked up on me. So I really appreciate that, guys. And, uh, you know. He wasn't I was, that angry. I, I was I was angry. I'm, I'm <laughs> depressed now. Now I'm depressed. <laughs> Why are you depressed? Because LeBron card. You notice I didn't bring that up. I didn't talk about it. I ain't going to kick him while he's down. He'll be back. You know, his boy LeBron uh, has a high ankle sprain. Me being a, you know, athlete myself, not an easy injury to come back from. But LeBron is a super well-oiled machine when it comes to an athlete. I think he'll bounce right back. So, you know, there's no need for you to be depressed. Kill my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to the whole, was it worth it? The mind state that everyone's in now, I think the, the COVID fatigue is really, really kicking in. Like even the people that I know, and I know a lot of people, shockingly, that got vaccinated. And even with them now, I think they're having, one, regrets from getting vaccinated because it's like all the things that they thought they were going to be able to do, they pretty much can't do. So now it kind of exasperates that fatigue of whereas. I see them out now. It's like, you know, fuck this. They didn't even have their masks on. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I think that is going to um, play a big role. This whole passport thing is going to happen. and That's going to be a whole nother, like these mandates of you being in and out of different countries. And before you even get out of the country, they're going to have to know what's your vaccination record look like and how does that work for an American when you get to another country that may not be as developed or maybe may not be as uh, quote unquote medical savvy as the United States or Canada so is that, I look at it like a, a, a double edged sword so the nations that aren't as medically savvy as we are it would be easier to kind of push that mandate no, I understand that, that they can push the mandate. But my thing is, are you going to trust an operation in Nepal somewhere or some shit, where, a place where they don't have fucking adequate running water, but they but they have to give you some type of medical type of procedure? You're talking to a country, because you're not going to say, say me, but you're talking to a country that trusted somebody that made video games and computer software for a living to tell them about getting vaccinated. Feel me? Yeah, I think <laughs> so. I think, I think with him, him being the the face of this type of this is what we gotta do. 
is that they're listening to the quote unquote smart guy, right? And the smart guy doesn't have a medical background, but he's playing the numbers game. So they're basically playing the numbers game with people's lives. Numbers don't lie, right? Of course they do. According to Jay-Z, numbers don't lie. Women they lie, lie nigga. They lie, they lie nigga. <laughs> but think about it, right? They're going to play the numbers game. I go back to the number that hasn't changed. The mortality rate. Right, but if you really... Throughout the whole pandemic, the mortality rate remained 1%. You're right. But in the same vein, how many of those deaths were truly attributed to what they marked them up for? We know now, knowing what we know, that a lot of the numbers from the deaths were inflated because they used pre-existing conditions and the fact that you died with COVID, even if it was probably in the times of COVID in the times of COVID, in the times of COVID, if you had COVID in your system, they contributed COVID to the death that we know for sure. So we know already know that the numbers are inflated. And if you go by the original numbers that they said when this first started, they predicted minimum in the United States, minimum 2 million deaths. If you did a real true Forensic audit of the cause of deaths. I don't even think it'd be a hundred thousand people. I wonder how many deaths can they possibly attribute to them really not knowing what the fuck they're doing. Like not malpractice, but just them not using the right techniques to to actually treat the shit. Well, one we'll never know because none of the doctors were allowed to do autopsies. So we'll never know. Right. So another, it's basically this one died of COVID because he said so. Another thing is, too, is that we've gotten to the point where we can't actually question doctors anymore. Well, we're not supposed to. Why did over 90% of the deaths occur in hospitals if hospitals were supposed to be saving people? And none of them can answer that question. And when I asked that question, even they started questioning it like, holy shit. Majority of the deaths did take place in the hospitals. Majority of the deaths did take place of people who were put on ventilators. Now we know that majority of the people that were using the ventilators were actually using those ventilators incorrectly. But we'll never know what the true cause of death were because we weren't allowed to do autopsies. Right. So these all these factors... None of us never question, okay, we're just going to chalk it up that this guy died of COVID, but you can't do an autopsy. So if the autopsy was never done, you can't question it anyway. Right. Right. So with all this going on, the populace or the people were so indoctrinated into fear, the fear was allowing them, them to not question anything because they were supposedly so scared. And like I said, the fear for me lasted probably a month. And then common sense started to kick in because it was like, okay, if it's that contagious and it's in the air, the same air that's in my house is the same air that's outside of my house because I don't have a filtration system. I think the fear mostly became for my loved ones more so for the fact of it was going on. Like I'm in a business where I'm around a lot of people on a regular. And when they said, okay, well this thing is, it's starting to pick up steam. We should chill. 
because we're being around a lot of each other. If you know, we really don't know who could possibly have it, and we got to play it safe. Okay, that's cool. So everybody takes you know the little hiatus. They scrub everything down. They were scrubbing down the, the, the subways for motherfuckers weeks, were spraying, which, they, which is what they should have been doing. Weeks on. What they stood the way they started cleaning the subway stations, the way subway stations should have been cleaned from the beginning. Right. Right? That's accurate. So we basically they was telling us that, yeah, you know what? You guys are fucking pigs. You guys are fucking disgusting pigs. You don't know how to wash your hands. You don't know how to wash your fucking food when you get in the house. You don't know how it to wash It just became your food. a real etiquette lesson on just courtesy and being fucking I guess a little bit more sanitary. Right. So you know now, what I mean? So after that, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know what? This is not airborne like that, so this sh- we should be good. Because they never really came with any type of... They they came out with so much different shit. Is it airborne? Is it not airborne? How long does it live on surfaces? Does it live on this surface long? Does it live on that surface long? Stay away they from do, people. Stick, exactly. Stick this part, you know, um, six feet away from a person, this, that, and the third. Okay, cool. That's cool. But... The fact of the matter was they never harped on how you can do better for yourself or build up your immune system. That so was that, never brought up. That was never that was never, never brought up. It was all about staying away and fucking sanitizing and lysoling. So you're just using a whole bunch of chemicals to fight something. And the majority of the time they ain't even tell you the effects of those chemicals that you're using. I felt bad because a lot of people missed days that they could have been with their loved ones and didn't get a chance to be around them out of fear of infecting them or doing something to them. And they lost time, time that you couldn't really get back. So when I'm, when I'm hearing you talking about people going out and wilding out now, it could be attributed to the fact that they lost so much time, not of their own. Like I said, I told like everybody gets one. Everybody, you can go out and fucking flip your wheels. Everybody gets one because I'm in the same boat y'all been. I've been locked in um, um, just like y'all, you know, and going back to what you were saying about the, you know, the regrets, the time that I spent away from my mom, I regret that. The time I spent keeping my kids away from my mom, I regret that. But it's not really regret because you were playing it with the best interests at hand. Knowing what I know now. No, no, no. What you knew. I regret. It's just like being with a chick. Or being with a guy or being with a girl, you know what I'm saying, that you finally caught them cheating, then you'd be like, you know what, I regret being with this motherfucker. I regret wasting that time. Yeah, but but with this right here, it's like if you had your safety of your family in mind, you would do it all over again. I would do it all over again if if that was the cause for me. Knowing what you the, know now, would knowing, you do it all again? Knowing what I know now, right. if I still had to make the decision that I got to look out for my moms to make sure that she doesn't get sick, I, I still do the same. No, no. With all the information that you know right now, would you have done it exactly the same way? With all the information that you know right now, being of conscious mind like you are right now, understanding that this is, was a pandemic and it wasn't what they were telling us it was, would you? That's hard. That's a hard. Because I said something to to my sister, and it, it it if you were on the outside looking in, you could have perceived it as me being non caring and insensitive. Because she was like, when we was talking about, okay, are you getting vaccinated and things like that, a concern. I said no, and she said, don't you care about mom? Right. Right. 
And I told her what my mom said. My mom said, I'm 85 years old. The average lifespan of Americans is 76 years old. Mm. My mom was like, so according to them, I'm playing with house money. Yeah, that's that's another way to look at it. That's my mom is momstradamus for a reason. Mm. My mom kept it 100%. Like, and I explained that to my sister. I was like, mom's 85 years old. Mm. Now, in my mind, in all our minds, we want our parents to live forever. Right. But we know that's not the reality. But with that being said, is you don't want to seem like you're doing something that could jeopardize that. And and that's the way I approached it. With this whole lockdown thing, I'm just like, I'm playing defense. Right. I'm doing whatever I have to do to make sure that I don't contribute to this thing reaching her. Right. So with that being said, if if we had to do it all over again, I don't think that I would not take that same stance. I would have not stayed away as long as I did. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that that, that I would have not stayed away because this, that's time I can never get back with her. Right. You know, and that's time my, my kids can never get back with her. I think that with that being said, I would also have been a little bit more diligent on the choices, like health choices earlier. Right. You know what I mean? Just right, to make right, sure right. that that wall was built up mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to make, to ensure. And me, I had, I've always had that, that, that con, that health consciousness. Right. So I was protecting myself just by doing what I've been doing, which is working right. out, being healthy and things right. like that, but not knowing how important it was to do that, to fight this. Right. You know, so knowing what I know now I would have done it too. I mean, I still, like I said, I go around my mom's at least two, three times a week. And I do the same thing every time I go around. I kiss her on the forehead. That's it. If I feel like I'm coughing and things like that, or I don't feel good, Just stay I away. stay away. If I'm feeling sick, I don't go around no right. one, period, right. when right. I feel sick. Right. Worst case scenario, I am sick. I don't want to be the contributor to making anyone sick, let alone my mom. Right, right. You know? But knowing what I know now, I believe wholeheartedly this was planned. I believe wholeheartedly that it wasn't as dangerous as they bought made it out to be as far as being around other people. Because if it was as dangerous as it is that you have to get tested to know you had it. When I have, I had the flu, I didn't have to get tested to know I had the flu. Right. I felt like shit, right. you know, but you have seen with the whole asymptomatic and things like that. I, I just have a hard time trusting anything that they were telling us as far as this uh, 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 plan it was concerned. One thing about the days um, being, I guess, longer, it feels like they fly by. This weekend, it's just like, I don't really remember what I did, but I remember it was a weekend. Well, my weekends are all centered on packing. So I spent most of this weekend packing boxes. And you don't realize how much shit you got until until it's time to move. So I'm realizing, damn, I got a lot of fucking shit. So I spent my weekend packing. But I remember when I was a kid, it seemed like time took forever. But now that we're older, it seemed like time just flies. When I was younger, it felt like 
you could do so much in one day. And it seemed like as soon as you had to go out or go back home, it felt like you was going to miss everything. Yeah. It just seemed like we had forever. Yeah. It, it felt like, um, like almost like time stood still. Yeah. And now fucking time flies. I think that a lot of it is because we're, you know, we're adults. So it's, um, I guess things are of a, a different magnitude than I guess when you're kids. And it's kind of sad that kids don't have that same luxury that we had when we grew up. Well, when we grew up, we didn't have a lot, but we had everything. Yeah. But kids nowadays have everything. And it doesn't seem it like It doesn't that. seem like a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot. You know, all. like, you know, all we, did, we had time in our imagination, which for us... That was everything. In abundance, that was everything. That was totally everything. You know what I'm saying? We made up games. Um, we actually spoke and had genuine conversations, whether it was ranking or not. For those that don't know, ranking. Ranking is playing the dozens. Uh, but we did that. Right. You know? So we we constantly interacted with each other. It, was, it isn't like now. Like, I watch my daughters and uh, her and her friends will be in the same room all on the phone texting each other while they're right there where all they got to do is have a fucking conversation. Yeah. So that's like, for me, it's like some of the wildest shit, but what do I know? Teenage girls are fucking weird. Well, she'll be a teenager in a couple of weeks. Don't remind me. Yeah, trust me. The guns are ready. That's all I'm going to say. Watching them and then thinking about how we used to do it, the disconnect is ridiculous. Yeah, it's... um. I don't want to sound like the old, old nigga, but the fact, that, the fact of the matter is that things that we would never have gotten away with when we were younger, it's just like normal, just normal. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, well, I still, I hold my daughters accountable. Like they can't do what they see other people do. Yeah. But even like playing, it's like, they don't play it like we it used does, to. It, does, it doesn't seem like that yeah, at all. Yeah, they don't, they don't play like we used to. Like, my daughters and them was racing around the house, and my little one's actually faster than the big one. And she fell, and it was like the worst thing in the world for her. But when we fell, it was like, shh, rub some dirt on it. Get clowned on for about Get five clowned minutes. on, and you keep it moving. Yeah, you definitely keep it moving. It's like, you know, you, know, you watch these um, stories like... Um, like watching Bronx Tale or something, watching these older movies, and you always see a scene of a bunch of kids in the street. Playing always. stickball, playing something. football, something. running, playing tag, something. something. And it's like, do we even get that in this era? And and I'm not sure who to blame for it, because like, now when I see little kids running, I'm thinking, like, what the hell? Is something it? happened. Like, yeah, something happened. You know? Because we ran... For the sake of, we ran everywhere. Yeah, but it was, we it played was almost hot peas and butter, safe to run. Which was crazy. Safe. Think about think about the concept of hot peas and butter. Right? What, what was the what was the concept of time? Think about it. You, you take a belt, you hide it. Right. Whoever finds the belt, get to beat everybody with the belt. Yeah. That hot. was hot peas and butter. Then you had Coco Livio. Coco Livio. You know what I'm saying? Bill Cosby with the buck buck. Right. Or uh, what was that called? Seven Minutes of Heaven. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that was different. Red, red light, green light. Red light, green light. Uh, spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're always spending on somebody that you don't want. You're like, fuck this bottle. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they don't they don't they don't have the luxury of of being a kid like we had. Whose fault is that? <sighs> Cracker fucked shit up. Yeah, that Cracker fucked shit up. That, because you had a whole bunch of people that were having kids and they weren't being parents because they were fucked up or they was getting people fucked up. So that whole era of discipline was gone from that era. Right. So you didn't have parents per se anymore. You had parents. Our parents, of course, were parents. And of course, they're of a different age. Right. But those other ages, like those kind of in between, maybe if you had a baby when you were 20 something, when we were like 10, 15 years old. Right. You kind of fuck shit up a little bit. Well, remember, you had people in the cracker fucking 15, 16 having kids. You kind of fuck shit up a little bit. So how are you expecting a kid to raise a kid? You kind of fuck shit up for us. Yeah. So, you know, they kind of fucked it up for our kids now because we're trying to do that, that, that whole reset of being back parenting. Yeah, but it was just a whole generation that didn't oh, have that it. That was fucking lawless. <laughs> and it just, it just spread. Yeah. It just spread. Yeah. You know, so... And we're only speaking from a New York point of view, what we see here in New York, because I've seen other states where that shit's still happening, where you still have fucking 15, 14-year-olds having kids, and you're expecting that kid to raise a kid. Yeah, it was it was a little different when we grew up, because if it was like somebody, if we knew somebody that got in trouble around about that age, they was down south. Yeah, instantly sent down south. You got banished. My older sister, love her to death, but she got banished down south. When she was cutting up, she felt that, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I'm smelling my own piss now. I don't have to respond to my parents like I like they, they want me to respond. Now you getting chipped off. So my dad offered to uh, 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 separate her head from her shoulders. That's usually and the other the option was go down that's, south. That's usually the offer. And she went down <laughs> south. You know what I'm saying? My dad was uh, 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 not to be fucked with. Yeah, you know what they say... Um, what what is the, the the I brought you in this world? I'll take you I'll out. I'll take you out. Yeah, those are those are words that you probably heard before. If you I mean, if you right. if you're of a certain age like we are, <laughs> you've definitely heard. Um, I brought you in. I'll take you out. Yeah, you know, yeah. or or you be like you threaten to call up. Uh, what is it? BC, not, BCW. BCW. I, I, you child, you child health care. I never, I never got to that point because I, you, know. I, you know I watched a friend of mine say that. <laughs> And and his pops was like, I will whip you and them. I've seen a person say, I'm going to call the police. And before they got the police out, the phone was dialed and handed to, to them. them. And then they would proceed <laughs> to get beat just for making a terroristic threat to your parents about calling the police on your parents. He's like, listen... I'm not even going to whoop your ass. I'm going to let the police listen right. while I whoop your right. ass. In stereo. In stereo. Yeah. So, shit happens, man. Shit, shit happens. does happen. But like I said, we're of a certain age. So that whole, whole period of us, we had what I would like to call, we had a fun childhood. Yeah. Like we had fun, you know. What was the illest shit that you remember as a child that it's like, I remember that? When I was younger, and that will never 
escape me. Like I remember when it, where I was when that happened. The blackout. The blackout. The blackout. Because uh, I remember having to go <laughs> walk up eight flights of stairs in the fucking dark. Wow. Right? So I, I, was rem- still, I was still upstairs. You were still upstairs. I saw I saw the shit just blanket the whole city. And from, yeah. and from my view, right. I can see the but city. Remember, y'all was on the 14th floor. Yeah. yeah. We was on the 8th floor, but we was outside when that happened. That's crazy. So my I brothers remember, was no, outside. Fact, we wasn't even outside. We was at one of the staples of downtown Brooklyn was that McDonald's. Ooh, shit. Right? And we were coming back from that. Yes, I ate McDonald's at one point. And the lights went out. So we had to navigate from there. All the way back. Back to the projects and then up eight flights of stairs in pitch black. That's crazy. My brothers was out at that point and I was, I'm much younger than my brothers, but I'm seeing, looking out the window and hearing everybody scream like, yo, the light's going out. Yo, the light's going out. You mm-hmm. hear that? People looking out their windows yeah. to see if it's true because my lights just went out. It ain't supposed to go out. No. Well, if you lived in the hood, maybe your lights did go out. No, it it, it went out. <laughs> yeah, it went out. The <laughs> Those one, that weren't able to pay their bills. The one thing I remember. The one thing I remember when I was younger was when they had the manhunt for Larry Davis. Definitely remember that he came to the project. You know that, right? Yeah, definitely. My mom was in the elevator with Larry Davis. That's crazy. That's crazy. He was like one of our first folk heroes. Folk heroes, for yeah, real, for real. Larry Davis. My mom's is in the elevator with Larry Davis. Yeah. What happened was my mom's had came downstairs and they plastered our whole block with, it must have been about 30, 40 cop cars. And my mom's went down in the elevator and they were telling her, you have to go back up. My mom's went back in the elevator but it stopped on like a third floor, fourth floor. Right. And Larry Davis got in. <laughs> and my mom's being the person that would talk to everybody that, you know, she encountered. She was like, hey, baby. She was like, well, they not letting nobody out because they looking for somebody on, you know, they doing something. But there's a lot of cops out there. So just be careful. Right. Because it was going up. She right. thought it was, she thought he might have been going down, but he got in on a, like a lower floor. Right. And he got that information. And somehow he was able to get out of that building unscathed. Right. Well, remember, they were scared of him anyway. They were definitely scared of they him. They were scared of him because he had already uh, 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 put that work in. But they sent the hit squad for him. Because the cops are dirty. Well, well, you know, I, don't, I didn't want to say it. They but, were. I mean, yeah, they were. Yeah. So, you know. I don't remember when Marvin Gaye died. I remember that. Marvin Gaye died. My mom was died. crushed. No, my sister was crushed because yeah. it like it was on her birthday. Yeah. Ooh, ouch! Well, her birthday was the next day, and he died on April Fools. And I remember us hearing it on the news, like Frankie Crocker was on, and, mm-hmm. he, and he announced it, and we were, we were like, "Well, why would they joke like that? Like that's not funny. That's April Fools. Like what? Why would they? Why would they do that?" And it wasn't April Fools. And it wasn't so. April Fools, but something like your father shooting them just seemed really like like. It didn't seem real. Like it was real, but yeah, it was. That shit was some other shit. You talk about, I brought you in this world, I'll take you out. Yeah. That was the real That was example. the epitome of, I brought you in this world, I'll take you out. Yeah. Because he took him out. For real, for real. You know, so yeah, it, it's those things from our childhood are like uh, those moments that you remember 
if you don't remember exactly where you're at, but you remember you when remember. that happened. Yeah. You know, you yeah. remember when that happened. So like I said, the blackout, the Larry Davis day, that was huge. Um, when they had those cops. No, no, no. What was, what was the rest of that, that beat up Geraldo Rivera? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was that, funny. I remember that shit. Because we were watching that. Then they had the, the skinhead brawl as well. Yeah, that was dope too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, things like that. You remember from your childhood, like, damn, that shit got crazy quick. You know, Dr. That's when- Dr. D slapped the shit out of John Stossel. <laughs> <laughs> he busts his eardrums. Yeah, shit. he said, he said, he said, yeah, because, you know, wrestling's fake. fake. He said, is that fake? Punk. <laughs> Hi-ya! That's a right hand slap. Slap the shit out of him. This is a left hand slap. <laughs> Does it look fake now? I think this is fake. You think it's fake? <laughs> Huh? What the hell's wrong with you? That's open-hand slap, huh? Going back to what we said. Shit happens. Shit happens, and I think that's the type of shit you need to bring back. I've said it before on other, on other podcasts. You you need to bring back the, the, the ass-whippings. Got to bring them back. You bring Ar- those back? I'd rather dig his ass whipped. He, he got his ass whipped a couple of times. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't stop him from being reckless with the mouth. Some people don't learn from ass whipping. Bringing up Geraldo, I'm thinking about when Al Sharpton was fat. Because he was on the, he got his ass whipped too. He did get his ass whipped. What was the dude's name? Roy Ennis. Roy Ennis. <laughs> Roy Ennis. Roy Ennis went at him. Went at him. He said, no, brother. No, no brother. You, know, you sit down. You sit down. He pushed his ass over. <laughs> Yo, it's funny because like these are the guys that, and I hate to say it, I hate to sound like I'm being vindictive, but these are the guys that they were seeing was our leaders though? <sighs> I mean, I'm I blame being, us. I'm, I'm being for real though. I'm I blame us because you know why I blame us? Because no one chose them to be our leaders. They voluntarily became our leaders because they was always around when some shit happened. They like good old the bald lawyer now. He's always around. Why do they keep calling this dude? Because he ain't getting no one convicted yet. With that being said, so we have a lot of blowback now with the families coming out against BLM. A lot of families coming out now. Well, we've been against BLM for a minute. You know what it is? Go ahead. The problem comes in with the statement. We're not against the statement of black lives not mattering. It's the fact that that shouldn't be the statement at all for one and two does it really but it's starting to sound like all lives matter except black lives matter they had a lot of uh pro-asian protests and you had a lot of us screaming stop asian hate constantly but a lot of us were also saying you can't only just stop asian hate you got to stop black hate just how about stopping hate period all right, here's where it gets interesting. Because in the same way that we were saying Black Lives Matter, and of course All Lives Matter, we didn't get that type of synergy from everybody else saying, you're right, Black Lives does matter. Right. But when another group is pretty much confounded with the same type of incidents or same type of vitriol, we are chosen to support them. No questions asked. Like we're Basically, su- we're supposed to support them with no questions asked. And to tell you the truth, most people are. 
I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of our celebrities. Hashtag stop Asian hating. Whole lot of that. And with no blowback. None. But you didn't hear them say stop black hate. That's beside the point. That is the point. No, it is the point. But, <laughs> but it's still besides the that point. That is the point. Why are you bringing up old shit? Listen, why not? Yeah, and you know what? I'm not getting it from any cops telling them, no, you can't say that. And it's, you can't say stop, Agent 8. I just trying to figure out why was it so much opposition against black people saying Black Lives Matter, which I think still to this day is the dumbest shit to ever say. Who is the Asian Al Sharpton? Who is the Asian Benjamin Crump? You don't need either one of them to be Asian because they don't require that. No, they don't. They don't, they don't require to have one person speaking for their for whole them? race and not getting shit done. Because they're going to get shit done. They're going to get shit done. Well, us, on the other hand, you have these one or two... Um, appointees. Appoint, token appointees, and nothing gets done. So my question again is, why do we need an Asian Al Sharpton? Because it like doesn't exist. Because it doesn't exist. It don't exist. Who's the Italian Al Sharpton? It doesn't exist. There's just Al Sharpton for us. I didn't pick him. <laughs> I didn't pick Crump, uh, Benjamin Crump. Hell, I didn't pick Jackie, Jesse Jackson. I didn't pick him. Hey, fam. If I really wanted to go in the excellence of lawyers, right? I know Johnny's not here anymore. No. I'm going to pick somebody like Johnny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the dude from Seinfeld before I'm going to pick Benjamin Crump. That is a fact. <laughs> My man from Seinfeld, I'd have picked him all day over Benjamin Crump. Like I said, he ain't getting nobody convicted yet. So how the hell he wind up constantly getting picked from every family from different states all around the country when an incident happened? Why do they always wind up picking him? It's really sad because there's so many names and so many different incidents and so many different injustices that you could just point, just close your eyes and point to a point on the map. Well, they said in Ferguson, they didn't want their ass back there. No. They said in the fucking uh, Chicago. BLM, BLM couldn't show up in Chicago. Mm. But you don't show up with all the shooting going on there. You should. Those are the places where you really need to show up if it really matters. You show up to where the shooting is really happening. But you don't. I think at this point now, you know, we're being convinced that there is a wave of Asian tribulation that's going on, and it just may be. Is it? It just may be. Is we're it? Not, we're, we're not living in their community, so we really wouldn't know. These crimes that they're saying are... Could it just be crime? Random at best, because we don't have that type of interaction with them on a regular but, uh, for these things to be happening. So it's like, if they're talking about, oh, it's been heightened. And then when we find out, and and then when we find out, this horrendous crime happened to them, to Asian people in Atlanta. Right. We had nothing to do with that. And in some type of way, it was framed that black people- We had people, something to do with it. Like black people were the aggressors against Asian people. And I don't remember that ever being 
you know, the story. I don't remember that being the story at all. Ever. So I'm really puzzled to where this is all coming from. I can't figure it out. And it's not like I'm being insensitive about it. If you're taking it as me being insensitive, that means you're being sensitive. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't figure it out. But man. I'm just trying to figure out where, at what point, did it happen like that? Or like they're saying it's happening. And how are we getting the blame for it? That's our time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. I am the infamous Iron Glenn. And to my left was sitting who? Go figure. What up, G? You know what's up. See you next week. Yes, sir. Two G's in a pod. Two G's in a pod. Two G's pod.